This is Crime Cruise, Love Boat Exposed. Saturday on the Love Boat. The podcast that hunts down and tears apart shenanigans on this classic TV show. I see an awful lot of bodies who really have nothing to be ashamed of. When laws, morals, and behavior go rogue. She's a student of marine biology, and I know a lot of marines who like to study her biology. We are there. Saturday on the Love Boat, Julia's came to join an all-male club, but she's shocked the things they ask her to do. Now, from Studio 109, welcome aboard. I think it's time you and I got to know each other. That a man is very lonely at sea. Yes, I can imagine. This is Crime Cruise Love Boat Exposed. We're in season two and we're jumping right into episode five. I am one of your hosts, Rob Springer. And I'm Charlotte Jones. And not to be outspoken, producer Caleb, how are you? I'm doing good. Good day, guys. Yeah, glad to be here. Good day. Well, it's another week here. Love Boat Exposed. I... Gather will have new crimes, new hijinks, always. Always hijinks. Yeah. Shenanigans, Shenanigans and tomfoolery. So we've had kind of an interesting journey in season two. Gilligan's Island infused episodes, two of them, a man in the island seizes a woman off the boat, never lets her go, and has a sex slave. And no less, it's Mrs. Roper. It is Miss Roper. Those were two episodes, and then we jumped over to a Mr. Roper episode, yep. where uh, apparently Mr. Roper is Julie's father. Yes, Yes, and we also learn that Julie is in some continuing downward spiral where she's basically losing her touch on reality. She's losing mm-hmm. her her grasp on reality. Yeah, for sure. So, producer Caleb, first of all, how are you out there west of us? Yeah, uh, it's going good. I'm very, very cold. Snow just doesn't stop. It's, oh, yeah. It's, it's terrible, but I love the snow, so it's it is what it is. Okay, well, I will let the audience in on a secret or two. We were just discussing a number of things, and they're wondering what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> I'm wondering what you're going to talk about. Oh, gosh, there's so much. Get, get that itchy finger button ready. Oh, uh, right, right, exactly. That's right. That's right. Uh, no, just this. Producer Caleb had a very late night out last oh, night. Oh, yeah, because he's a party animal. He is a, surely he is. I mean, yeah. just look at him. He rages. There. Right. He had a rager. In mm-hmm. fact, and I don't know that he woke up, but a few minutes ago. That's okay. He's he, allowed. He's 21 years old. So let's, as an audience, we'll just judge <laughs> his performance. Uh, oh, just, you're just going to judge me today because I'm, yeah, I'm we're half judging. Yeah, we're judging okay, you. Perfect. Yeah. You've entered the judging corner. <laughs> okay. So, all right, producer Caleb, you pulled clips from episode five. What the hell are we about to see? Just any general thought? Are we going oh. to have orphans? Are we going to have priests, rabbis, jokes? Uh- Can I just read a review from IMDb? Would yes. that would that be? Okay. It. This one is called Rape Scene So Funny? Question mark, question mark. Uh-oh. <clears throat> is anybody going to mention the elephant in the room here? What we have here is basically a rape scene. A man engages in relentless, non-consensual touching, which no one seems to care about, so long as the victim tries to play nice and not rock the boat, making fun, or making anyone uncomfortable by speaking up, hoping that politeness will eventually save the day when pervy, self-entitled men take advantage and use politeness as permission to keep pawning and groping at someone who's just keeping her job. Eventually, things get to the point where Julie is actually fighting off a sexual assault. All this makes great hilarity at the expense of the victim. 
Seems like just another day at the office of the lives of the powerless, just trying to pay the bills. A few decades later, we see this for what it is. Men thinking anything in front of them has been laid out for their pleasure. Too sickening to watch, so I don't know if the pig got as well-deserved roasting. Oh my God. Well, first of all, I like to say that she was a, whoever wrote the review, I like that she put in there that she wasn't going to rock the boat. That was pretty clever. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But I'm really interested to see what these clips are because it sounds like this is a beefy one. We, this, oh, I should have said beef when it's talking about sexual pressure, but whatever. Beefy. It sounds beefy. (laughs) There, there is a lot of clips this episode. It's going to be, it's going to be a long one. All right. Let's do it. Well, I'll tell you what. We will break this into two shows just to keep the audience engaged and on the end of the Oh, I like seats. this idea, and, Rob. Uh, Charlotte, did you write that letter? No, I did not. But it's <laughs> it sounds like something I would have written. Well, we broke our own rules. We talked a little bit about what we're going to see, but for good reason, because I, I think we want to anticipate what's coming up. I know. I like to be prepared for <sighs> possible throwing up in my mouth. God. All right, guys. Well, Wash it down with a lemonade. <laughs> Here we go. I'm going to love you more beautiful than ever. But unfortunately, I see you're still married to the tip of a publisher. And who is this fair nymph of the sea? Uh, Julie McCoy, your cruise director, and if these go for cement, your person. I'm honored, Mr. Little John. I've read every one of your thoughts. Oh, yes. Well, here's the autograph. Yes, thank you. All right. Let the festivity begin. Sound, what say you, Julie, and I pop some bubbly while the old man puts away the bag? <laughs> Too early for me. Fine. Then, Julie, my darling, I guess it's you and me. Oh, I know you work to take care of the passengers. I'm He's taking care of. Yes, he is. Walker. Um, Annie has a wedding ring on. I just want to point that out. He has a wedding ring on as he is groping her, and apparently he's a famous individual. Is he famous because he's, the person? He's, a, he's an author, like a very famous author, oh, and the okay. other guy is the publisher. Okay. Um, little, little story context. The publisher is trying to publish his book, but he's like behind one chapter, and so he invited the author on the boat to finish the chapter. Um, and the second the author gets on board, he's like, dang. My my publisher's here, but whew, his wife is something else. Hey, how about you and me? We go, go and uh, oh my god, I hate this guy. Noodling. Well, this was Richard Mulligan, the guy we're hearing, and he was in season one. He was Bert on Soap, the ABC TV series. Mm-hmm. So last time around, he played a marriage doctor. Yes, remember? he did. He played a marriage therapist. You're right, a marriage therapist. That's marriage right, doctor. Is there such a thing? Yes, marriage therapist, and he was a nice guy last time around well, he's showing his you know his his, his what is it called his spectrum of acting yes. <laughs> is what he's doing but i mean gross his acting flexibility so does he think that since he's like semi-famous and a famous author and whatever he can just do whatever he wants apparently because yeah, yeah. he's just literally groping julie in front of everybody and he called including her in- his publisher like his publisher must know that he's married right Absolutely, he would, and he called her a nymph, you little nymph, he yeah. said to her, and Julie seems like she's going to be, like, bait and chummed waters on this episode. Well, at the beginning, it looked like she was a little bit starstruck, but I can see that right. starting to probably dissipate as the storyline well, continues. She kind of, like, recoiled when the author, like, held her hand and then slowly just, like, caressed her, like, the top of her arm. She was yeah. like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay, guys, we'll just roll this. Jimmy? Oh, I don't believe it. Oh. What's it been? Six years. Oh, at least. I'm surprised you remember me. Are you kidding? Forget the girl I took to the senior prom. You look terrific, Wanda. Oh, it's Alice in your morning. Dad, I'm sorry. Jim. Jim Lawrence. 
Used to play sax and drive a 32 Ford with a broken muffler. And that's quite a memory. So I, I put this clip in for a very specific reason. Our, our listeners wouldn't pick it up. But if you watch the, the, man, the young man's eyes, he sees this lady that he hasn't seen since high school, and he's, he makes eye contact, oh, hey, and the second his eyes dart down, mm. and it's just staring at her chest the whole time. And then her, has, her father comes over, and once again, eyes are straight back up, looking in his eyes, showing respect. But the second he looks at her, it's straight chest. It's all he's, that's all he's looking at. Poor Eric Estrada. That was Eric Estrada and Mackenzie Phillips, correct? It, those were the two. You know yeah. it. They were both icons. And- well, Eric Estrada, Chips. My grandmother used to park me in front of Chips when she was babysitting me. Man, I remember that- watching that as a kid. Poncho, oh, right? Absolutely. His poncho. John Poncharelli Poncho. Yes. Right. He was uh, Casanova on that show. He had that big sort of smile, very bright, a lot of... A big toothy grin, I guess you could say. And he still has it. And you know what? He's still out there moving around. He does a lot of independent, low-budget films, and many of them Christian films. Oh, wow. Actually. And you know that guy that played the other dude, the Robert Pine character? His Isn't his grandson Chris Pine, the actor? On the show Chips. No, Chris Pine is his child. I just looked that's it up. That's correct. Richard Pine? Yes, Richard Pine. I remember every episode of Chips, he was always the, the captain, and he was kind of a yes. nice guy most of the time, but he has a very similar look to his son. Very similar. So Mackenzie Phillips' dad is played in this uh, scene by Alan Ludden, who is he? Uh, he was a game show host, I think maybe Password, uh, the show Password, and he was married to Betty White for many years. And we all know Mackenzie Phillips is the daughter from... Mamas and yes, the Papas. Yes, we do. Yes. And was she on season one? I feel like we've seen Mackenzie Phillips before. I think she was on our last season. Big star. Let's not talk about her real relationship with her daddy. Let's just blow past that. You know, big star yeah. of One Day at a Time with Valerie Bertinelli exactly. and Bonnie Franklin. Yes. Yeah, nothing about the Mamas and the Papas. Right. And, and her sister is China Phillips of Wilson Phillips. Sorry, I know all this useless information. And China Phillips is married to <laughs> Billy Baldwin? Yes. One of the Baldwins. And aren't they like. Yeah, I think they're really very religious. Probably. Hmm. That's what happens to people when they feel like they have to turn their life around. You know what I haven't heard? Even if you're listening to this episode, you know, in the summer or the fall or something like that, we are around Christmas time. Mm -hmm. And speaking of China Phillips, she was in a band called Wilson Phillips. Yep. And they had a good number of Christmas songs. Really? I haven't heard any of them this year. I don't like Christmas music, period. It makes Hmm. me want to look. Okay, producer Caleb, you and Christmas music. What's the story? What do you like? What do you hate? Not a fan. Not a fan. He's on my team. I. The, the Mariah Carey song, I could care less. Oh, I, God, I that's freaking horrible. hate that song. Oh. That's that's awful. Any and every kind of Christmas song, because of Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas, <laughs> has been ruined. Right. Okay. She did it for you, huh? She did. She really did. Ruined Christmas. Mariah Carey ruined Christmas. She frequently does. We've God, scrooged Lord. out in this episode. Here yeah. we go, guys. Allison, this is Brad Collins of Collins Machinery. Brad, this is my daughter, Allison. Nice to meet you. Well, Martin, I can see it's going to be a great pleasure doing business with you. As soon as I check in, I'll drop by your cabin. We'll see you then. You bet you will. Gross. Creepy. What's going on there? You bet you will. Gross. Where where is this leading? I don't know, but who says that stuff in front of someone's dad? And, like, look someone up and down and is like, oh, doing business with you. is. I mean, did they, like, have a secret side deal where, like, he said, you can have my daughter if you do business with me? Like, I kind of, like, Great sounded question. like a little dowry thing I think that's what on. he's thinking. It's definitely what the business guy Oh, it's guy definitely what the underlining message was, mm-hmm. for sure. 
Maybe the dad just didn't hear it. No, I don't I, I don't know. He's selective. Then it's a, a lot of daughter whoring. In, yeah. In this uh, episode here, onward. Afternoon, ma'am. Boss to the main. Well, good to see the ship is ship shape and the girl's a girl shape. Well, oh God. Foster, Red Bob. Very happy to see you. We've been expecting you. Not every day we get to entertain the captain's favorite uncle. I'm Julie McCoy, your cruise director. My cruise director? Ooh, I hope the other passengers get one just as nice as you. <laughs> Julie, I want you and the crew to outdo yourselves. He gets the red carpet treatment. Will there be enough room on a carpet for both of us? Oh, God. Bastard father. <laughs> it's Uncle Cyrus. Welcome to the family. And it's a very loving family. Oh. Gross. He already gives me creepy, rape, rapey vibes already. Oh, God. You know what I mean? Like, I was, the fact that someone would say that. Is there enough room on the, In front of your boss? Uh, he's being endorsed by the captain once again. I know, the it's captain so unbelievable. Looks, it's the captain's uncle, you know? The captain just thinks, oh, he's just being all lighthearted and funny little jokes. Oh, that's just my creepy uncle. It's it's whatever. Every family what has is. one. Every family that's, has a creepy uncle. Well, everyone heard every single thing he said, and all of it was lecherous. Yeah, it was gross. I think we could see where the rape scene is going to come from, but it could come from any direction. Dude, on I don't this know if episode. it's coming from the author Julie, or from this uncle. So, yeah, so far Julie has been put through the ringer. She's got she like has. two dudes ready to pounce yeah. on and her. The boat hadn't even left the dock yet. <laughs> They're literally <laughs> still boarding the freaking boat. Speaking of, have you guys noticed that in the new Princess Cruise commercials, they've started playing the Love Boat song? No. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not sure when they started airing. I <laughs> but I recently saw them when I was watching the History Channel, Ancient Aliens. Mm. And no, they had, um, it was a Princess Cruise commercial. And I've seen it a few times since then. But now they're playing the Love Boat song. Oh. Do they know? Do they know? Do what they know what actually happens? happened? That's what I want to know. Well, it, wasn't, it hasn't been so loving so this far. Episode. Okay. Do they know? It's Christmas time at all. They might no, not. I don't know. They're Probably out to sea, they Rob. All right. Okay, guys. I'm a little afraid to hit the play button because I don't I'm know what, what I'm going to get hit with. It, well, let's just get the, It just some... goes downhill. Oh, God. All right. It's Richard Mulligan. A girl's running away from her husband. A woman's running away from her husband who's trying to crossword hello, puzzle. Hello, 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 hello. A little Irish. Mark, why don't you go back to your writing? The sooner you finish your book, the sooner Al can relax and enjoy the cruise. Forget, forget Alfred, forget him. I'm relaxed, you're relaxed, we'll enjoy the cruise. Let's go boat and get ourselves a little wind in our faces. It'll be cold. I want a drink inside you. Yeah? I want one drink. Okay, one drink. One drink. That's his publisher's wife, correct? <laughs> yeah, that is going to be one long drink. <laughs> So he basically shoes a woman away from her husband who's not paying attention because he's doing a crossword. Yeah. And then they go when over the to the husband's book. working. He's the husband's reading the book. He's oh. trying to get through the book so he can publish oh, I thought it. He was, I said he was doing a crossword. Puzzle. Oh, well, he's I doing think. something where he's preoccupied. <laughs> mm, right. And then author boy, Richard Mulligan, calls her over and then says, hey, let's go get a drink. And then grabs an entire bottle of wine from Isaac. Yeah. And it's like, just one drink, you know, just yeah, yeah. one drink. This, let's loosen up and enjoy bad. the moment. And Richard Mulligan, he was slurring. He was yes. like, hey, he was like maybe overacting. He's definitely drunk. not writing his last chapter right now. He is definitely drinking oh, and no. having a good time. He's not no. going to write the last chapter. Oh, gosh. All right. All right. Oh, compliments of the captain. It's oh, I sure hope you're not. Julie hungry. with the old oh, man. Oh, I am. I am. Bringing yeah, flowers. It's no fun stuffing myself alone. Will, will you help me? No, I really shouldn't. Oh, just 
Well, all right, for a minute, sure. <laughs> oh, would, would you like to see some pictures of our grandchildren? I'd love to. So would I, but I don't have any. He pushed her to the bed. Yes. Kissed her, kissing, kissing her. Mr. Foster, fresh, please. Kissing her. You don't her have arm. to beg. It's my pleasure. Mr. Foster, what are you doing? In my day, dear, this was known as busing. In my day, it's called forced busing. <laughs> he jumps her. <laughs> Cute. I love a woman who combines humor with passion. What? Uh, here, eat an apple. Forget the apple, Eve. I'm already tempted. <laughs> Darling, come in. Hi, kid. Oh, uh, hi, yourself. The doc. What's up? Uh, the captain's uncle just made a pass at me. Can you believe that? Well, sure. Oh, hey, my you're not a bad-looking girl. <laughs> So right. she went to the dude for help, and then he's just like, oh, you're being a silly woman. Yeah. I guess but it, I would expect it, nothing also, less from Doc. Like it's also, but it's also mind-boggling from the Doc, because last season when Julie was like, hey, why haven't you, you know, made right. a pass at me? And Doc was like, you're just my little sister, you know? I, I, I love you like a sister. I couldn't do that. That's horrendous. I, I would never do or think about that. And the second some really old dude is like, Creeping on Julie, and Julie's like, Doc, this is going on. He's like, Of course it's going on. Why wouldn't it go on? You're a freaking babe. <laughs> yeah, that's a little contradictory, all of it, huh? He's well, been at sea too 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 long. Now the doctor is <laughs> totally into compromise. Well, that was quite a visual. What would you explain to the audience that we saw? Because it was pretty graphic in its way. What happened to Julie with the old dude? Well, I mean, the old dude just started kissing her arm and everything. And when she was like, what are you doing? He was like, oh, no, it's my pleasure. Don't worry about it. Like, no. Like, she was like, no, no, a few times. There must have been about 12, 15 kisses there, right up her arm, right to her shoulder. Yeah. And then he jumped over her. her. He, he tried to jump on her, but she moved quickly and uh, he landed on the bed. That's where her youth comes in. He's like a thousand years uh, old and she's like <laughs> 22. We'll be right back with more Love Boat Exposed. Go to loveboatexposed.com to send us a message, leave a voicemail, or learn more about the show and our team. Who knows? You might just be invited to the captain's table. It's a pleasure to welcome you aboard. I'm speaking for my entire crew. I don't know that I want to be invited to the captain's table. I don't know if I want to either now. <laughs> it sounds kind of gross. Pushing his uncle on Julie? Yeah. Oh, where does it go? Where does it land? Here's where it lands. Hi, Dad. Mr. Collins? Uh, Brad, please. Mackenzie Phillips Hi. and this Erica is Jim Strada. Lawrence, an old friend of mine. Hi, Dad. Lawrence? Well, what do you say the three of us play a little blackjack before dinner? I don't know how to play. You stick with me, honey, and I'll teach you everything you ever need to know. Oh, God, patriarchy. <laughs> well, I think I'll change for dinner first. Don't be too long. I'm going to need you to help me count my winning. So you hurry along, honey. Jimmy, you want to come with us? No, you go ahead. I'd just be in the way. Huh? Business before pleasure. <laughs> first of all, business before pleasure is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not sure who came up with that, but that, that slogan needs to go away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, for sure. Who wants to be on their deathbed and say, well, I'm so happy I put business before pleasure. I'm so happy I bought all this useless shit that I can't take with well, me. Well, deathbed, I mean, for sure. Just, yeah. For sure. I mean, that's a, a given. You're right. You don't want to be there in the deathbed saying, yeah. I should have uh, just worked more. Right. So I should have just spent more time in the office. And, make, and like make, make, making the CEO millions of dollars a year where mm -hmm. you're getting like, I don't know, 25 bucks an hour. Pleasure before business. We're just going to change it. 
Well, that was Grant Goodeve, the guy who is pulling Mackenzie Phillips away from Eric Estrada. He was on last season, too. He was on Eight is Enough. He's a forgetful guy. I don't remember what he played last time around, but I did remember telling you all a story of an audition I had, and I was like in the running to mm-hmm. be in a Hallmark movie. That's right. Oh, you would be blowing it yes. up this Christmas if you were in Hallmark movies, Rob. <laughs> all 47 of this season's Hallmark Christmas right, movies. Right, right, which include three actors and two stories. Writers. That's about it. They write all of them. <laughs> the girl has a big city guy that comes into town, or the girl goes to the yeah, country exactly. from the big city. Exactly. Mm. It's one or the other. I'll spare us plot lines from Hallmark movies, and we'll just hit the big play button. Al says your autobiography is going to be a smash. I haven't no a clue how to finish it. How can you write a whole book and not know how it ends? It is an autobiography, you know. I'm not quite dead yet. He's drinking. Well, no, if I were on a cruise with a beautiful woman, I wouldn't spend my time reading how another man makes love. Oh? And what would you do? Oh, 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 oh. oh God. <laughs> You've got a dare. <laughs> I know that now. You promised Pippi that after you drink, you'd go back to your cabin. Well, I'd, I, I'd like to, but not alone. I don't intend to be another chapter in your book. Uh, think about it, Sandra. Oh, I'd love to immortalize you. Uh, <laughs> Rose. Oh, I bet he would. I bet he would immortalize you. I don't like how, he, how she said, well, what would you do on a cruise? And he was like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Like, Gostin or whatever those people they call them in France. Ha, 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 ha. I would take you to the room and tie you up and never let you out. Ha, 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 ha. Producer Caleb, is that what they do in France? Uh, it is, yeah. That's exactly uh, how they to, do it. That's exactly how they do it, yeah. I escaped, like, at least 20 of those happening to me. Uh-oh. I just heard, heard a bunch of people go, oh, oh, yeah, all the time. Oh. Just it's like hiding the in the bush, you know, yeah, just yeah, walking yeah. late at night, and you just say, oh, <laughs> cross the street and avoid that bush. Yeah, 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 I would avoid that bush, too, Caleb. <laughs> if a girl came behind a bush going, oh, I'd be like, I'd avoid that bush like the play. We've heard two French stories, France-based stories. Yes. Producer Caleb. Yeah. He left his mark on that country for sure. We got 25 seasons of The Love Boat to do. He has time to tell all of the stories. Yes. And here we go. (laughs) Hey, everybody. How about coming down to my cabin tonight for a little birthday party? I don't know. Uh, Birthday? It's not. It's the old man. Somebody's birthday. (laughs) Somebody's No no presents, please. Uh, Eh, Maybe a little watch. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Julie? You're coming to the party? Uh, No, sir. I've got a big day tomorrow. Well, so do I. But I wouldn't miss one of size parties for the world. See what night. Captain winked at Julie, too. Oh, come on, Julie. So the old man got a little impulsive this afternoon. Oh, my God, I hate him. probably starved for affection. Well, I'm not going to be part of his diet. Don't worry. We're all going to be there. If Cyrus Foster so much as puckers his lips, we'll form a circle around you. Besides, why hurt an old man's feeling? Yeah. Okay, I'll go. Atta, girl. Fateful. But go easy on the lip gloss. You don't want to turn the old man on. Oh, my God. Well, if he tries anything, we'll circle around you. But he's probably just starved for effect. Like, it, come on, what, what is so ridiculous? What's so stupid is that people like seem to think that like dirty old men are just old men. They're not. No. They're like still capable of like doing disgusting things and being disgusting. Of course, of course. 
Well, yeah, but you can't hurt his feelings. He's just oh an old guy, God. you know, Julie. You, you, just, you just got to let him do his thing. Right. You need to keep your job, Julie. You need to let him do these things. And, and the captain's like, come on now. We'll see you there. I mean, like, you're not going to do something that your boss tells you to do, especially when you're stuck with him on a ship and he's already said he's going to keyhole you. <laughs> I mean, let's just get down to brass tacks. What yeah. is she going to do? Uh, which direction will Julie get keyholed from? Is exactly. The and then the <laughs> captain. Okay, the, the, <laughs> oh, no. We'll cut that right out. No, wait, um, the, the, <laughs> no keep that in. The, keep that captain, in. the captain said all that, like demanded that she do that. And yes. then he did wink yes. to her. And uh, Julie's like sacrificial at this point. So really, is it a wonder why Julie has a downward spiral? As no, I, of course not. And I don't know about you guys, but I've never had a boss wink at me. No. Never in my entire life. <laughs> No, no. Uh, it's it's very it's hardcore this episode. Yeah, which I'm glad we're doing too because the yes. next one's going to be beefy. Well, yeah, we need to said, break it apart and that, digest it. You know. With that said, this is the end of our episode, but not the end of this episode, season two, episode five, where it's so far easily the worst of all things that we've seen in season two. It's vying for that honor of the worst, the sickest stuff, at least in terms of sexual harassment. No, 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 that priest episode, it's going to take a lot to get me past that one. Right, that's always going to be number one, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. And then there was a strong number two, wasn't there? There's been lots of strong number twos. Well, this may be competing for This might be, yeah. All right, producer Caleb, what's your tagline here? Well, I hope you guys enjoy. I'm excited to see this party next week. But if you, all the listeners, if you like, subscribe, share with a friend. Uh, we'll see you on the Love Boat next week. We're sailing away, but we will be back with a new episode of Crime Cruise, Love Boat Exposed. Make sure to subscribe. We're on all your favorite podcast platforms. And connect with us at loveboatexposed.com. Ladies and gentlemen, It's been a pleasure, but I have duties on the bridge. Good evening.